You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Welcome, everyone. Guess who? It's me. <laughs> I'm back. Where'd you go, Amberly? Okay, <laughs> let's not blame this on me, okay? Let's tell everyone the real story. Okay, so once upon a time, <laughs> Sheena was shifting a lot. <laughs> and the same is true in present time, so. Right, we're, we're both shifting. But um, when Sheena shifts, she can't be around me. So, <laughs> <laughs> therefore, I get the the push aside and i'm okay with statement? it that's exactly what happened yeah, that is a true statement yeah no no okay the the term is that i was shifting yeah 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 you were shifting i was shifting as well i didn't know it until sheena was shifting and then i was like oh crap this is bringing up all my insecurities okay i gotta check myself before i wreck myself which i did in fact wreck yeah. myself i but, wrecked my okay, car this is the thing you you probably know when you are shifting yeah she doesn't know zero awareness so so (laughs) yeah i have less awareness in my action and more awareness in like just what i'm supposed to be doing like my Uh intuition right so my intuition was not like call amberly to record a podcast it was just like (laughs) or or talk to her or breathe in her direction or look at her or, you know, send her unconditional love from afar. I did do that. Oh, oh okay. Every I'm time sure. I thought about yeah. you. Oh, my God. You know that <laughs> I did. Kidding, I'm kidding. You know that I did. Think about me ever? Yes. And send you unconditional love? Yeah. I don't know about that. Oh, my God. Of course. <laughs> of course. Well, this is, okay, this is going to be the number one thing that I said was that I don't think that I could think of an, a single other 26-year-old. You're 26, right? I'm 27. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think I could think of it in any other 27-year-old like on the planet that could have the maturity and like forward-thinking mindset of what this past couple of months has been. Because Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would I would have <laughs> lost a friend like a like uh, yep. flies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm glad we're on the same page now. Uh, I'm like, hmm, Sheena <laughs> might not know how lucky she is. <laughs> I but I called you two days ago just to let you know that. In your own, in your own little. Wait, I didn't say it very like clearly. I said, I'm so grateful to have a friend like you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could I get more direct? But oh, only, <laughs> only in reaction to you viewing uh, the way other people interacted with each other. Yes. Okay. Because, I'll take it. Because I'll take it. Because, yes, most people, like, from my observation, and I'm a good observer. Yeah, you are. Other people have a dynamic that is, like, very restrictive and dependent on one another and, like, the actions that one another takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful that, first of all, we're able to talk about, like, anything other than Instagram. Well, yeah, there's that. And then, you know, that we... I I knew, even though, like, I couldn't... It wouldn't have made sense for me to explain the reason why I was behaving the way that I I did. The important thing was that I knew that I was 
first of all, this goes, this goes without saying for everyone else. Like when you're inspired to do something, you can't not do it because yeah. of someone else or, and, or like to take time away from each of your relationships, not to like, not for the sake of separation or space, but more for yeah. the sake of like evaluating the relationship to make sure that it's working for both of you or that mm-hmm. like, are you being your best self in that relationship? But yeah, just time away gives you that experience yeah. sometimes of looking and that's like, again, with it. I think I encourage mothers to take time away from their kids, spouses to take time away from one another. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, often that you see the other person who's not making that decision feel anything but like rejected and like all of those things it would take a really big person to be in that situation and just say like this is all like working out for the best of both of us and she still loves me as much as she did before like I went into (laughs) monkism Yeah. yeah Yeah, it was just it was just against me. So uh, you're no longer allowed to say that I take anything out on you. <laughs> no, but I wasn't taking anything out on you. I never felt upset at you. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but when I quote unquote take things out on you, it's the same thing. I never get upset at you. Maybe you definitely get <laughs> upset at me. Okay, whatever. Like for one hundred percent certainty. But. This is the thing. But I was, I didn't, like, I wasn't, I w- and, like, nothing was even triggering about. No, I know that. There was, like, for, well, obviously for me, like, but, yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say, I can give anyone all the space in the world. that you need. If you need 10 universes of space, you got it. Yeah. If you never want to talk again, you got it. Whatever you want, I can do and yeah. handle. yeah. The hardest part for me about this was it was not communicated to me because I'm huge on communication, but I learned a valuable lesson from this, which I will impart my (laughs) wisdom on people. (laughs) I realized it's not my job to heal that part of Sheena if she has communication problems. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, That's not the lesson I was going to say. But that's also true. Thank God. Yeah. So Sheena needs to figure that one out on her own. I don't feel so. like that has to be healed. I felt like that was like a beneficial way of being, because, because what I, well, first of all, I think that it's part of my personality. And second of all, it wouldn't have served me or you if I was saying like, just like, te- like checking you in, like, okay, I've been busy all day. I haven't had time to think, you know what I mean? Like that's unnecessary. Oh, no, I don't need that. You know what I mean? But there was nothing to say, like, because there was no predicting of the future. It was just, and has been, and needs to continue to be just operating in the present. Right. Like, you didn't know that you weren't going to talk to me for two months. (laughs) (laughs) So you just took that day by day. Exactly. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) I really don't care. I'm just giving you a hard time. But this was... Well, I know you know the higher experience of this. Yeah. Which is that, like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it really doesn't. That time and space goes by like, and doesn't change anything in terms of like what our relationship is. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Other than like strengthening, strengthening us individually. Yeah, I agree. Because like relationships should always be able to handle like different environments and like Mm -hmm. different scenarios, whatever, you know? Yeah. I, no, the thing that I think was, it was, this lesson was two parts of it. 
One was that I don't need communication as much as I thought I needed. Mm-hmm. And I realized, okay, if I was going to... Wait, can you explain that more? Because, yeah, that's what I'm okay. getting at. I'll get to the second part <laughs> okay. after. Okay, so the first part is I don't need communication as much as I thought I did. Mm-hmm. But even if I did need the communication patterns, I realized that part of... I can't change another person. I can't force you to communicate mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. So my view of it now is that if a relationship dynamic needs to change, you change yourself. You don't change the other person. So that mean that meant for me, I didn't need as much communication or maybe I do. So mm-hmm. say that I still needed the same amount of communication. I realized that I need to communicate with all aspects of myself mm-hmm. first and foremost. So go in and do inner work. Mm-hmm. So work on all aspects of me, communicating with my sp- myself, spending time with myself, et cetera. Then realizing that once I do my inner work, that person's either going to reflect back to me by being more communicative mm-hmm. or that person's going to fall away and drop away. And a new person's going to enter my life who is more communicative. Mm-hmm. And I was fine with either aspect Mm -hmm. of that. So whether... Or or what? You communicate more to answer the question that you have. Which was... Not necessarily anything. But if you are trying to get... So this is another, like... You know, a lot of therapists talk about this in relationship dynamics is that like if you're expecting the other person to communicate more, like you have to show up and communicate more. Yeah, I asked you about it and got shut down real hard. (laughs) What do you mean? I asked you about it in the very beginning. But I was like, I was like very honest and and like answered. Yeah, which I knew. Well, I knew at that point I was like, she cannot put words to what's actually going on. Yeah. So and and like, let's give a little disclaimer to our poor audience that like nothing (laughs) really, nothing serious has transpired. Oh yeah, I know. (laughs) Like in the whole scheme of the universe, you know, like I'm fine. Right. I'm I'm always like, you know developing and exploring and and shifting and changing and I have like so many routes with which to do that regarding like things that affect other people Mm -hmm. you know like if I'm going through it in my business my employees like if I'm going through it with us like you know things our relationship changes and whatnot but um you know at the end of the day, like I'm still just, I don't, I forgot where I was going. So I have to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. I'm following. <laughs> um, if I spend time like explaining, you know, my actions and things like that in all of those realms, instead mm-hmm. of just like being introspective and knowing where those next steps need to take me yeah, without evaluation of like what's happening and the results mm-hmm. of all those things. If I'd, don't do that then I just become operational well and robotic I you know? I realized something and you doing that I realized that I used to be the way that you are mm-hmm. where I wouldn't communicate because I'd rather not communicate in state an uncomfortable obvious situation that I can't really put words to mm-hmm. energetically yeah. or you know physically can't put words to what's going on energetically and I would just kind of like let things naturally play out the way that they did. And I have come to realize that I liked 
being that way. Mm-hmm. And I do like being that way. And I feel like society has made or forced me to put words feel to... Like you need to explain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, I kind of... I see why Sheena and I are friends because she's reminding me that it's okay to not... It's more natural in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, because like nothing... Like literally nothing could be happening in in terms of our relationship per se. Nothing was. Nothing was. (laughs) But like if you had to explain yourself to me or I had to explain myself to Mm -hmm. you, exactly, we would have just decided on some words to like assign this situation And what were we going to do? Exactly. I can't talk to you today until maybe tomorrow I might talk to you. (laughs) And then that might have like changed the actual like capacity for us to both act the way that we did in those Mm -hmm. scenarios. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, just let's just so. let also let everyone know that that is the sound of my dog snoring. Yeah, that's a lot gently of gently in the background. It's actually Sheena's stomach gargling. That's how my stomach feels. I know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'll work on it. But anyway, the second part to this, <laughs> the second part to this that I'm learning yeah. or learned was God. How are you following us? By the way. Well, I'm getting to You're that so point. Smart. <laughs> You're so smart. You're so smart. Yay, Curtis. We thanks. keep surrounding ourselves with smart people. Huh? Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for snoring Curtis. Okay, so the second part to this that I learned was that everyone around me, it was fascinating, which I told you this at dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating to me to see everyone trying to analyze what was going on with us mm-hmm. and which was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that. Cause I'm like, everyone needs space. Like I'm using this as an opportunity to, you know, create myself independently mm-hmm. and u- utilize this time just as you were using that time for yourself as well. So I was really fine with it. Obviously there were some days that were like rougher than others. And I was like, maybe we won't be friends again, which then at that point I was like, wait, I'm really fine with that too. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> not that I don't love you, but you know that. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's how fiercely independent you become when, you know, there's no other option. So, and I was fine with that. So I think that the second part of this was that, other people trying to figure out what was going on between us. We're trying to put labels on the interaction or non interaction mm-hmm. between us. And they did it in a way that was okay. Well, you obviously did something to piss her off, mm-hmm. which is why she's not talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, what? And then somebody else was saying, Oh, well maybe she's just being passive aggressive in order to get you to ask her what's going on. I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, that's not Sheena. Mm -mm. So it was fascinating because every single, every time I thought about you, I pretty much texted you or like called you. Well, that was very little. <laughs> that was rare. I'm rare sorry. was the day that's that you true. thought about me. That's not me. true. Okay, <laughs> that's not, not thinking about you. Every time I thought about texting or calling you, I would. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Well, that was still rare, yeah. but which is fine. Yeah. You know, you need to do what you need to do. Well, but, but, but you didn't text me or call me, and that was fine. Yeah, but I, I knew that you needed to take... But it's, not, but it's not for real, whatever it wasn't reason really like that because I could have talked to you at any point in time. It was really just that like yeah. I think there was there were certain things that were time sensitive, important universally that I had to take care of that I just needed to focus on. Yeah, and I don't need an explanation. Right. At all. Right. I'm just saying like it's not 
it's kind of like you if you think about you know we do this oftentimes when we're trying to figure out what what was I exploring when I was younger I don't think you even know what was going on no, I'm just giving like an example though. Oh, okay. Like, Go ahead. like when, you know, we oftentimes to our clients, we'll say like, you know, what did you like as a child? What were your interests yeah, and your yeah. creative things? So, and like, Sheena was like, silence. <laughs> favorite. <laughs> I love silence. Time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and you would, you know, we, we get people into this mindset so that they can say like, oh, I used to like dancing and then maybe go take a dance class or whatever. Yeah. But let's think, and let's think about like that time of carefreeness where your relationships are still, who could say that they're any less strong or, or more strong? They're potentially more strong when you're a child. And like, you know, there's less, there are less words to interact with and, and move through and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you were in grammar school, for example, and you there the summer was coming up, and you and your best friend went to a separate camp mm-hmm. and didn't talk for three months, when you got back together, it wasn't like anything had to have happened or you needed space from one another. It was kind of just like whatever, like life happens. Yeah, yeah. just sort of like whatever. Like right. I, they they don't like think like why didn't this person call right, me? Right, right. You know, none yeah. of those like expectations mm-hmm. of like what supposedly a good friendship looks like right. were able to come into place because you were just you're just being free and in the flow. Right. Yeah, but Sheena's version of of camp is I'm writing postcards to Sheena while she's at camp and I don't get a response and then we come back three months later and she's like, everything's hunky-dory. You didn't write any <laughs> postcards. I uh, know. I did I did like once. It's fine. Never. No, you know what it was? I didn't need to because I picked up energetically what was going on with you and yeah. I knew right. you needed this just as much as I needed it right. and I didn't realize I needed it right. until the dynamic started playing out and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome after a while. So not that being away from you is awesome, but I'm just saying it, I see the benefit in it. Well, yeah. When you spend more time being in your experience of what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to do with myself? Like what would make me happy? Like the more time you spend in inquiry of that, without someone else's opinion in the mix, the more you fall in love with yourself and you don't need any relationship. That's why like you do from that state feel okay. If like that relationship goes away, but what actually winds up happening usually is that from that growth state individually, when you get back together, your relationship is stronger. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. But But, so, uh but like societal wise, we don't support that space. Right. Or we, you know, take it personally or um, like I knew from the get go it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> let's be honest. It really <laughs> has nothing to do with me. But um, you are kidding, but, right? <laughs> what? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> you just got you are kidding, right? You just you know that you just like completely contradicted yourself. What do you mean? Because you know, universally, you needed it just as much as I did. It was just as much about you. No, I was saying that your silent or not communicating with me initially had nothing to do with me. You know, like if you went, started going silent, a person I'm saying in society would be like, well, I must have done something or it's me or, you know, what did I do to make yes. her do this? Yes. You know, that kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. I knew I had nothing. It had nothing to do right. with me. Why you were acting the way you were acting. Uh, right, right, right. Right. That's what I was getting at. Um, but <laughs> another disclaimer, you are not listening to this podcast on fast speed. This is normal <laughs> speed <laughs> for some reason at like 
11 p.m. Yeah. On a Tuesday? No, today's Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we so awake? <laughs> I don't know. But... The the second part of this going they back really to wanted to get this podcast out. That's why <laughs> I'm trying to get to the second part of this this entire podcast so far. <laughs> okay, second part of this. Jeez, that other people were trying to put words to what was happening, but I realized that they're saying, "Oh, you must have done something to make her act this way," which was very interesting to me. That I realized our society operates on a basis of you needing to do something in order to get love from someone or you doing something in order to cut off love or to cut off receiving love. Yeah. So either way you doing something equates to getting love or not receiving love. And that was fascinating to me that everyone in society, I feel like feels this way where you have to do something like, or some other people in my life were like, well, you've done so much for her. And I'm like, oh, okay, wait, that's, that's true. But yeah. she's done so yes. much for me too, which everyone sees that. But that was also very like eye opening for me because I was like, wait, is it really like one or the other of yeah. us have, has had to do things for each other in order to get love from each other. That's not how our relationship works. Right. So that was really eye opening to me that I'm like, wait, I don't have to do anything to receive love because I being a divine being of light who is infinite in my potential and I am source energy. I deserve love because I breathe and exist. So I don't have to do anything in order to manipulate someone into loving me. I just am and I'm a state of being and I deserve love because I exist and that's it. So that I feel like was a huge message that came through me, which I've already known that, but I didn't realize how many other people don't see that. Right. And And like in what way it might, it might have played out in your life, you know, uh, had you not known that like you were challenged right. with it through this situation right and I think everyone in my reality was reflect reflecting back to me the possibility right. of meaning like how many ways it plays out and yeah and so many yeah. people's relationships like mm-hmm. do you realize that this is probably one of the most important messages we've ever given on this podcast yeah because I'm awesome <laughs> I'm just kidding. you are awesome <laughs> No, I know. But I'm saying But like, it's true. Having the space from you really gets my thoughts going. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I know. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying that like, wh- you know, how often do people really challenge themselves to think about what they want, re- like despite expectations of them? Mm-hmm. That never effing happens unfortunately but how often do we subconsciously do things in order to get love from people every it's the day same. it's the same yeah it's, all, it's the same question what was your question <laughs> repeat what was your question <laughs> my question yeah did i have a question god we are not normal we need some help. I hope I hope like someone got something from this because I think like that whole conversation might not be we might not be able to get back to it. I don't I don't think I can't even reach it in my mind. We've said right all now. we can say. Yeah. 
but actually we're not done yet because I'm getting to, yeah. uh, oh, you remember? Go. Okay. No, you finish it. Cause I was going to go on to a different topic. Go on to a different topic. Okay. Yep. <laughs> We've exhausted that story. <laughs> so anyway, Sheena and I are back together better than ever, <laughs> smarter than ever. And, um, yeah, we're here, but, oh, that is something I was going to say real fast is that I, I was saying every day we do things to subconsciously manipulate another person into giving love to us. Yep. So it could be something as simple as doing something nice for someone. But if you really analyze it, are you doing that totally because from, you want to? Right. And or, the, the truth is you know, like, guys, when you are continuously connecting in once you've once you've like really done the work to take care of yourself you get expired and inspired and lit up to do something for someone else let's not expire while we're inspired inspired <laughs> to to like actually make and put an effort towards doing something for someone else it's fun but like it doesn't feel like an effort because it's it's so joyful mm-hmm. and it's a much or it's just a, a very like easeful sort of inspiration or, or intu- yeah. intuition to do something for someone else. People always think like, you know, if I'm, if I left it to my own myself, to my own accord and I mm-hmm. didn't have a schedule of one, you know, to donate that to that nice little charity down the street, I would just be like a piece of shithole, you know, <laughs> and, and never do it. The, yeah. That's not the case people think it's the same thing with like, people think that if they're not on a diet, they're going to, eat so much that they're going to like literally weigh 500 pounds. Like if you for in both of these situations, we're completely tuned into your intuition, taking care of every single thing that you knew to take care of being really connected to your body. What, what type of movement do I need? What Mm -hmm. type of spiritual expansion do I need? What am I excited by? Like, you know, what do I actually really like want to inform myself with, does this feel good? All mm-hmm. of those questions. Right. Like, if you were really, really, really deeply into the listening mm-hmm. without regard for any of the noise around you, you would never overeat. You would care for other people. Mm-hmm. You would care for yourself. You would make conscious decisions about what you buy, what you eat, you know, the materials you use in your house, the, the information that you allow to seep into your energetic field, you would just have such a compass for, for happiness. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, true. it's almost like we're just continuously just trying to get back to north, which is yeah. fine, which is why we're still alive. Right. Because otherwise, if you had everything figured out, there's no point in being here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we're getting close, so oh, <laughs> I'm still Let's gonna get slow close. It down. Yeah. Let's slow down our evolution, Amberly. Like, I want to be okay. here a little bit longer. Yeah, um, I, I okay. will never be finished with this dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, people. You're right. <laughs> There's always something to say from my point of view. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's funny that like people will say well once you figure it out then you just like spend the rest of your life having fun but like figuring it out is having fun right I agree with that some days suck more than others but you know mm-hmm. every day is a good day you need the contrast you know yeah so um god that sushi is hurting is injuring me I feel awesome makes me feel alive I'll put frequencies in oh, your stomach I feel like it's like expanding no. It hurts. Oh, speaking of expanding, okay, I did a Wendy Kennedy expansion galactic light code activation. It's like a meditation thing, but it's like 
on steroids. Um, so I did that the other night because mm-hmm. I was really inspired to do so. And I listened to, I've listened to it before multiple times, mm-hmm. but this was the first time I listened to it from a very like connected neutral standpoint where Mm -hmm. I was actually absorbing the words that she was saying in the meditation part. Mm -hmm. And she said she, the whole thing was about expanding your soul and Mm -hmm. feeling expanded. And she said that I am source energy and it was something so insignificant. Yeah. Yeah. But in that moment it changed everything for me because I was like, wait, Holy crap. Okay. I am source. Mm-hmm. I'm an expression of source. Yeah. So why would source feel, does source have self-worth issues? No. Like source is complete. Yeah. So like, why am I viewing myself as anything other than complete? Yeah. Like I am only limited by my thoughts, emotions, mm-hmm. behaviors, actions, you know, all the and like human things. Answer? That I could let it go in that moment. I was like, wow, I I really felt what it felt like to be 100% source energy. And that was such a freeing feeling to me. Because yeah. I'm like, what would I do? What would Jesus do? No, it's like, what would source do? <laughs> WWSD. What would source do? Um, so I'm like, wait, I am source. <laughs> So therefore, what would I do? And if you were complete 100%, what would you do? You would be unstoppable. Like you could not fail at that point. But nothing really is a failure anyway. But it's based off of our judgment. And what do you think is the expression, frequency, emotion of that? Of being source? Yeah. It was pure joy for me. Exactly. Yeah. So then wouldn't it make sense that the more that you're operating in pure joy in life, like just following the joy, the closer Mm -hmm. you are to source and the closer you are to not failing. Yeah. And so it cuts out all the bullshit Mm -hmm. that of the, that's like nonsensical worrying and all those things. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And like, if you're just doing that, then you're just trusting every single thing around you. Yeah. And it started to get me to that point where I opened up. Yeah. And so many things started flooding in to my life the very next morning. Right. Which was also really cool to kind of notice and put together. And that day... Um, I kept getting like now when I wake up, I'll get like messages in the morning where it's like a clear audience Mm -hmm. message uh, through a song lyrics or like it's going to tell me about my day. Mm -hmm. But this message was. Can you uh, give us an example? Okay, so um, an example would be. If I could turn back time. No, that was not it. <laughs> but good try. That would probably be your song. But no, mine's way more exciting. Mine was um My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. I feel like there are so many Shout out to Fergie. Yeah. Um that was one. Uh another one was uh they're all awesome songs. Um that was a three good times example. on that the ceiling if you example. want me. Anyway. Um Spice Girls was another one. Uh, yeah, all good stuff. So anyway, so this message that came through the next morning was discernment over judgment, like discernment, discernment, discernment. I'm like, I never use that word discernment, Mm -hmm. but I remember it popped in my head because I've been meditating a lot and past memories pop up for me that Mm -hmm. like otherwise would have been like stifled down. Uh, 
in my like sixth grade religion class, I remember discernment was a gift of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so don't ask me this. This is why this is the way that my guides talk to me. So I was like, Oh, discernment. Okay. One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Thank you very much. So, uh, yeah, gold star for me. Um, so you so, are the physical expression of the Holy Spirit. No, not exactly. Well, technically all of us are, but, um, so <laughs> anyway, so the discernment came through where I was thinking, wow, okay, how often do we judge things based out of fear that we think it's an illusion that's keeping us safe? Mm-hmm. That's what judgment is. Mm-hmm. Where discernment, it really does keep you safe, but it's out of love. Yeah. So like, you're not going to walk down a back alley where, you know, right, right. that's discern having discernment. Yeah. Having a judgment is like, oh, those are low vibrational people. I don't want to yeah, hang yeah. out with them. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff, I feel like we need to start dropping away because we're missing out on opportunities yep. to open up to infinite possibilities yep. to learn. And which allows from that those situation. people to transform. Exactly. And if you go in viewing them as their highest self, they are capable of infinite possibilities at that moment yeah. for you to experience something completely new and explore a new frequency. Yeah. But so often we cut ourselves off of that because we have a judgment about it. Right. Out of fear. Right. Anyway, so that was another thing that popped up into my head while I wasn't talking to Sheena. So like so. what? <laughs> and yeah, I mean, the, but honestly, I honestly feel like this, this helps push my life forward faster than anything else is stopping myself when I am doing anything and just saying like did I label that experience as good or bad like just recognizing what every single thought is in my brain relating to what just happened what's going to happen all those things Mm -hmm. it's like I'm defining things you know even just by saying like that wall is white Mm mm-hmm is saying that that wall now doesn't have the possibility to turn black. Right. Because you've just labeled and judged it as being mm-hmm. white. So yeah. you've just blocked the the possibility of that wall turning black. I thought that wall was black this whole time. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right? Like you but yeah. you just convince yourself that something is true right. so deeply right. that you stop it from transforming. Like my arm is broken, my arm is broken, my arm is broken. There have been so many experiences of people who think who have grown up in the wild and have seen animals regenerate limbs that oh, yeah. believe that they can regenerate limbs, and they do. Well, you can regenerate limbs. That is a possibility. I because there are infinite possibilities. Right, there are infinite possibilities. But if you don't, if you think that you have to attach to what you have, or, or just if you don't stop yourself right. before you do, mm-hmm. then you just see what you've always seen. That's exactly. You that's just create so what you've always already experienced. Right. I this brings up a very good point because I took a three-hour seminar webinar situation over the weekend, and my mentor, Dr. Richard Bartlett, he said, "You can't find what you don't know. So if you have no concept for something, mm-hmm. you can't track it." on the body because you don't you haven't experienced it or seen Mm -hmm, it or mm -hmm. it's not a frequency you're familiar with so you're not going to see it it's just like on like a color spectrum if you have only seen a certain spectrum of colors you can't it doesn't mean that other colors don't exist though right like you just don't have the experience 
of them or, right. you know, the knowledge or the um, chemistry to see mm-hmm. it or whatever. So that is such a good point. It is based off of your concept for what is possible. Yeah. Because if you think that you can't grow a limb back, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you can't grow, uh, grow a limb back. Mm-hmm. Or if you, you've diagnosed yourself as having a certain thing, well, guess what? Your body's going to start responding yeah. in a way that fits the criteria and definition of that disease pattern that mm-hmm. you have diagnosed yourself as having. Right. If you... And then, you really and, don't then have you get a, and then you get the blood test and they're like, yep, you sure oh, do. Confirmed. And it's yeah. like, well, yep, you, yeah. you know, good exactly. job. Good job at manifesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you know, there, there are those, those things do exist, disease patterns and, and whatnot. But there are people out there who do define themselves as having a certain disease pattern when they don't. Mm-hmm. And then their body starts manifesting yeah. those symptoms to match their reality. Yeah. yeah. Which, Yeah. Let's stop diagnosing ourselves. <laughs> if the mind is that strong, then how do we yeah. use it for opening possibilities? Yeah. Yeah. So what does he give as a, so what is he saying for you to do then? He said hallucinating is the best skill set he can ever tell us, yep. ever impart on us. Yep. So hallucinate more people. <laughs> that's, that's the, uh, the takeaway from this. Everyone needs to hallucinate into healing themselves. <laughs> Well, that's just how, that's a good way for Richard to explain what he wants you to do. Right. Like go of your mind. Yes. Like go of all definitions of what he's you like, think you he's know. He's psychedelic. He grew up in the 70s. Right. Like that's what he identifies with. Yeah. But he also said that if you don't get caught up in the things that you think you don't know and don't get caught up in the things you think you know yep. as well. So just let go of everything and follow what grabs your attention at that given moment because every moment's different you Mm -hmm. can't keep defining your current moment off of every previous moment yep so that's also fascinating (laughs) that really gets you into a mode of being in the moment open to infinite possibilities Mm -hmm. and I feel like that can take you to places that you've never gone before I feel like that's why we like watching movies Especially movies of people like who lived in the country. <laughs> okay, you know, you know, who lived in the country. <laughs> you just want to be one of those. You know, that's why we liked watching Little House on the Prairie. That's why we, we like. Well, who's we? <laughs> I don't recall watching did, Little House on the Prairie. Did you ever watch things like where people were just like in, you know, prior Ooh, centuries, like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers? I don't know. I don't know what that you is. You have not seen that movie. No. Oh my gosh, it's so good. But I'm basically just talking about the time before being so enthralled with like all of this shit that we have in our brain. We enjoy seeing people just living in the moment because we know that that creates mm-hmm. the experience of everything that those characters get to experience in a movie. That's a really good point. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. You're so smart. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Don't you think that's true? Yeah. That we just, we're really just trying to like, what we, what makes us feel good is seeing people live life and make changes and grow and expand and things like that. We, or, you know, going through heartbreak or, um, <laughs> well, equally yeah. because equal ones 
are showing up for life and expanding, you know, through all of those things, like for getting back to not judging the way that your life mm-hmm. looks at any given moment or anything right. outside of you, mm-hmm. anything at all. Um, if we're just allowing, mm-hmm. then so much more can take place so much faster. Right. Like I feel like at my lowest points in life, mm-hmm. those were the points that I was expanding. Like I don't, yes. Like I feel like it's kind of like being in a cocoon. Mm-hmm. Like the caterpillar is going to think its life is over mm-hmm. when it goes into the cocoon, but then it turns into a butterfly if it's just patient. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like the most uncomfortable I've ever been yeah. has brought ab- about the best growth for me. And you might as well just get comfortable as that little caterpillar in the cocoon. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, <laughs> did I say cocoon? Yeah, I was like, well, that's an accent right there. <laughs> in the cocoon. <laughs> Aww. Sometimes I see the words. Sometimes (laughs) like a raccoon. Sometimes I see the words that I'm supposed to say, and you pronounce them wrong in letters. (laughs) Yeah, like normal people. You see, you see words and letters sometimes before you say them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if whoever (laughs) is spelling those words to me spells something incorrectly, that's why it comes out like that. (laughs) Okay. So, so how oh, do you no, no, no. <laughs> the more correct version is yeah. Sheena doesn't know how to spell that. <laughs> okay. So got it. when Sheena is like seeing the word energetically yeah. and then spelling it to herself. Okay. So then, then she then it, says yeah. it. A cacoon comes out. There's a possibility. <laughs> it's a cacoon moment. <laughs> <laughs> there's a possibility of like me misspelling yeah. something and then saying it. Incorrectly. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. I'll let that one semi slide. <laughs> All righty. Are we going to, can we have a, like a basic witch dictionary where we like give the descriptions (laughs) of all the words that have come out of this podcast? Oh my gosh. Yes, we have to do that. And it's all Sheena isms. (laughs) Conversate. Hey, I have carbohydrates. Cacoon. (laughs) Cacoon. That carbohydrates is going in there. (laughs) Carbohydrates. Why do we always mispronounce things in such a country way? So odd. I don't know. It's our it true southern coming out. But, it is weird because, um, like, even like in this country ass part of the Louisiana state yeah. <laughs> that we live in, All right. no one talks like that. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just us, <laughs> us aliens. Speaking of alien, you want to know what else happened to me while we what weren't else? speaking? <laughs> A lot happened. Are you judging but- the experience? No, I was just saying what happened. We weren't speaking. Not See, that's another thing. That's another judgment that society has implanted into your brain. That Oh my God, this whole thing was about, I'm sure, like the whole, I know that it, it had to be so annoying for you because it, it would just bring up like anything that you think is a relationship, anything that you think is good, anything that you think is bad, anything that you think is like progressive or positive or someone liking you or not liking you. All every single one of those things had to have come up for you. Oh, yeah. But, but I'm so stronger good. than ever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I literally need no one. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it really wasn't that bad for no. and. And I might do it again. And you, but <laughs> I don't care. In the future, you know that, like, yeah. just like I mean, oh, I'm sure might. you will. Just I'm like expecting it might. now. Just like anyone might. I know. Like even if you were married, I might and you, do it to you. And next you had time. a husband, and your your husband just like was like kind of like off on this tangent. You would still, I would still encourage you to trust that, like, 
he loves you just as much. Like, yeah. even if he has, like, this, like, creative, like, this, whatever. Yeah. That does not mean that he loves you any less. No, that, I know that. I didn't like, ever think that you loved me any less. No. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. But everyone else did. <laughs> that's the point I'm getting at. <laughs> but that's why I, that's why I've given you like so much credit of like a being an awesome friend and B being so just inherently wise. Hi. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I'm just complimenting that about you because not many people, you know, specifically in our age group, um, would be able to react in that way. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. It's awesome. Um, Curtis's hair is up. So, speaking (laughs) of Curtis and dogs and aliens. Okay, just be mindful, babe, because his hair is up. (laughs) Um, Do you want me to say what happened to me? Yeah. Okay. So. (laughs) Even though I already know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But it's just You guys, we've been talking, okay? (laughs) It's not like. Tonight. (laughs) As of four hours ago. Two nights ago. I called you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and said, "Hey, I'm alive. <laughs> this is awkward, but hey, I'm I didn't breathing." Think it was awkward. No, it wasn't awkward at all. I didn't care. <laughs> it's only because I didn't make it awkward. Because I don't care. And I didn't either. Yeah, no. Right? No, you didn't. But um, <laughs> let's let's make things awkward right now. So I had a session with somebody. Do we have a name for her? Carol. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> meaning you can't Google this person under yeah. the name Carol. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and find her. <laughs> yes. So, um, she, she's a, a channeler and, you know, intuitive and all that good stuff. So I was expecting again with expectations, mm-hmm. this is a lot of fun. Um, so I had an expectation of a certain outcome of this whole entire experience and it didn't turn out that way. Uh, we'll just say that. So, <laughs> so what Did I was anything told come up for you. Yeah. Something. Oh my gosh. Everything, everything that you can possibly think of in the entire world that would ever come up for a human being to process through mm-hmm. came up within the last like three months for me, which is a lot of fun. So, um, that's fun. Yeah. So what actually happened was so I had this session and the first thing (laughs) I ask is you know why have I been having certain out-of-body experiences and all that kind of stuff and the thing that comes up has to do with something I did not expect at all which was that it's because I used out-of-body experiences to escape my childhood trauma and are you sure you want to say this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Should I not say it? What do you think? I want you to feel h- how you feel about it and feel if you're ready to to say it. I think it would be helpful for people. Okay, then maybe that's why it happened. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why it happened. Uh, well, I think that everything that's been happening to me is to help other people yes. too, because I'm very open about yes. everything. Yes, I feel like. Privacy only occurs when you feel like you're going to be judged for yep. whatever or it if is. you're afraid. Yeah. So it is what it is. So I'm thinking, okay, childhood trauma, what could that possibly be? And, sh- and then she's like, oh, yeah, uh, are you aware of that? Are you aware of your childhood trauma? And I was like, no. <laughs> Can you please explain? 
Okay, of all things in the entire universe that we've been joking about forever and ever, mm-hmm. Stassi's even joked about it with us, okay? And it's the thing that I've been like most like, <laughs> I'm not this. This is this is for sure what I'm not. She goes ahead and says, yep, you are a hybrid human extraterrestrial tall gray <laughs> alien. Well, certainly you didn't think you were going to be a short gray. Well, uh, yeah, the fact that I'm gray at all <laughs> in my veins was concerning to me. So uh, that took me aback. And so uh, she's like, yeah, uh, this is a Pleiadians. Go ahead and take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because I just flew out of my body when you told me that news. Um, yeah. So uh, what's that now? Uh, yeah. But apparently... Before I incarnated, I agreed to help the greys understand human emotion better. And they manipulated my DNA to make me half grey, half human. Uh, But don't worry, folks. I helped them. (laughs) I helped them achieve what we set out to achieve, which was to expand their uh, emotional capacity and their consciousness as an alien race. So it's all good in the hood. So... Whether that's true or not, who knows? I may never know, which is fine. But it doesn't matter. What I learned from it was that even though I was judging it as like, well, that is very concerning because it's something, one, I would never want to be. Right. Because everyone's talked about how horrible these beings are, Mm -hmm. you know, and talking about cloning and DNA and manipulation of humans and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, that's not me. Of course, it would be told to me that yeah. that is me. So, um, so I'm like, well, damn, I'm a bad alien. But, okay, <laughs> who cares? At the end of the day, I'm like, okay, the story is the story. What does it bring up for me? Mm-hmm. So, like, somebody telling me that story, energetically, what's going on with me? Right. They could have said, oh, in a past life, you did this and this, and that's why you have out-of-body experiences, whatever. It could be the same exact scenario that's bringing up or a different scenario, but it's bringing up the same exact yeah, frequencies mm-hmm. and feelings for me. So that kind of stuff, I'm like, okay, regardless of the story right. that's being told. Which may or may not be true. Right. Because what is truth? Exactly. What needs to be transmuted in this? And what needs to be healed? What needs to be looked at? So Why is again? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Spending a lot of time with myself, <laughs> this is like, yeah, I'm, I'm wise now. <laughs> Um, so, but it really did bring up for me the fact that regardless of the story, why, what do I feel? Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing that I had a problem with was feeling taken advantage of mm-hmm. and feeling like I was, um, being used or yeah. held against my will or a victim. I didn't choose this. Yeah. You know, all things that still aren't true there's you know no such Mm -hmm. thing as victims on the in the higher realms so I feel like I shouldn't be feeling like I'm being taken advantage of because ultimately I wasn't you know that is me not seeing my own light and my own sovereignty and Mm -hmm. um so it's good regardless of what I think about it it ultimately, at the end of the day, is surprisingly a beat. <laughs> because you are who you are. A lot of people probably right. wouldn't have been able to handle a message like that. It wouldn't have come out so it, aggressively, I guess. For other people, it would have just been, you know, 
maybe you need to work on some <laughs> issues, some issues that you might have with, you know, feeling like a victim. Yeah. For you, it was like, well, in fact, you were in fact yeah. abducted by tall gray aliens yeah. and, are, and are part of their species. So it's not a yeah. big deal, but, you know. You're everything maybe, you thought you weren't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe just look at Against your some will. of those things. Yeah. Let's just explore that frequency for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I was pissed for like two hours and then I got over it. And then, and then I was like, eh, it still didn't feel great in my body. So, uh, I'm still, I still have work to do. I'm still shifting on that, but, um, I'm getting there slowly, but surely, but you know, stories don't really matter. It's like when people talk about past lives or this life or whatever, it doesn't matter what's being played out all the time. Mm -hmm. What are the things that are repeating in your life over and over again? Those are the things you need to look at and work on and heal and transmute and, you know, ultimately shed light on. Mm -hmm. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm done here. That's all. (laughs) That's it. We can call I'm it sure night. everyone has missed me um, with my sporadic. Of course they have. <laughs> They've let you know. But oh, yeah. for as long as this podcast is around, you will be a part of this podcast. It's just something that I know. Something that you know too. Yeah. I ain't I ain't worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> Cacoon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're gonna make it. We'll be okay. Yeah. Um Anyway, what there was something else that I wanted to address with you that I was thinking like, oh, we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk about this, but I can't remember about you and your life. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I, I feel like I expose myself on the chopping block all yeah. the time. I feel like I do too, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm pretty sure I do too. A little bit. Yep. I think so. Yep. <laughs> You're getting there. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. You're very you're very open. I'm pretty open. You're pretty open. I'm probably as open as I can possibly be with myself. Yeah. I would say that. Which like that's on a on a ratio scale for what people could like, you know, relate to. (laughs) If you were exposing a hundred percent of what you knew to be true about yourself, that would be a lot of exposure. Yeah, I don't think I even know well, I didn't know I was a gray alien, so Yeah. But I like to think I'm only the good aliens. Yeah. But yeah. But let's let's you know I think I think that you really have to be careful about what you why you're sharing about yourself in like whatever realm. Kind of like a side note yeah, on, the, on that. Definitely. Like we we've I talked like about like the social media thing and things mm-hmm. like that, but like because you may, there may be like some depth of processing that you might want to reach before you talk about it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you might not know that unless you take a step back from the way that you're sharing. Yeah. Um, or from like really evaluating how you feel in that moment, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like I've I've said, you know, in the past that I felt very disconnected from the way that I was sharing on social media. I just felt like it was yeah. very surface level mm-hmm. and not very like reflective of who I was or the way that I was living this life. Mm-hmm. Um because it was fast information in a lot of ways. Mhm. Uh and even if it was a, like a a picture of a piece of art that I took the time and the consideration and the connection with myself to figure out like what I actually really like 
about that art and feel compelled enough about it to share it. Mm-hmm. It's very different than just like, oh, everybody takes a picture of this. Let me just take a picture of this and like share it. Yeah. It's a different like depth of frequency, I guess, is the only mm-hmm. way I can describe it. And I feel yeah. that that's what people are looking for more of. Mm-hmm. They're looking for more of like something that people are really investing in or like really investing in creating. Um, just taking the time to use their discernment mm-hmm. to aligning to that which is clearly more authentic, I guess, ultimately. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. authentic to them because the questions have been asked. The time has been spent. Yeah. Things have been evaluated. Yeah. You know, I think I process very quickly though. Yeah, you probably do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there it may, there may be like a time constraint of like development of the processing, you know? Yeah. But I feel like I, um, I think I don't need to process fully through something before I share it with somebody because I like sharing the process with people. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. And conversely, there may have been like, you know, okay, but also if we wouldn't have been able to share our, this message oh, in yeah. this podcast yeah. in this way right. two weeks ago. Oh yeah. No, that's tr- very true. Yeah. Cause none of that came through two weeks ago. But all this stuff is about. so important and so like, mm-hmm. but it's a, de- it's developed in a lot of ways. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. I think it's important to share both. Yeah. Something that's very like developed, you step back, you process yeah. all that kind of stuff. But then other things I like sharing that are also a still going on process. Yeah. To yeah. relate to people you that can you can also know. feel very authentic in your messaging because you're yeah. so connected to yourself. Yeah. It's a very different mm-hmm. mode of sharing than like Again, just like everyone poses at this background, let me take a picture of it and share it with right. everyone else. Right. There's much more um, connection yeah. with you, what you experience and how you share that experience, even in the process. Yeah. Does anyone know what we're talking about? Uh, I think Steve does. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for Steve and Christian. Yeah. Boy yep. toys. <laughs> Our basic well. wizards. <laughs> we have more than that i'm not sure they're gonna come out of the woodwork (laughs) tweet me that's the only way i know that you're alive even if i'm not on twitter that much um i think i'm gonna get rid of my twitter (laughs) there's no point for tracking device yep i already got one of those in my legs so (laughs) no uh nope that's apparently been removed so do you know which leg it was in yeah my left one I could feel it. Okay. <laughs> but. Did you create that feeling? I, well, I've always had this quote unquote injury in my yeah. leg. Mm-hmm. Whether that was a tracking device or not, who knows. But my leg does feel better after doing, you know, what I was told to do on it to re- quote unquote remove the tracking device. Um, that apparently the grays implanted in me. But I. NBD. Huh? NBD. NBD. Yeah, no big deal. Um, But yeah, you know what? Say it was a tracking device. Say it was an injury. Say it was energy work. Whatever you want to do, it feels better. So (laughs) that's all that matters. (laughs) Obviously, I'm still processing it. I'm trying to, you know, take the spoonful of sugar as the medicine's going down a little bit with this whole thing. So, but it's good. 
it's all surprisingly upbeat. You could you can maybe choose to see it as being complete right now. Yeah. If you wanted to. Right. There are infinite possibilities. There are. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that wall could be black. It could be. You know, and judging it as being a white wall. Yeah. You close yourself off to the possibility of it being black. But say that it does turn black, even though you view it as being white. Mm-hmm. If it all of a sudden turns black, then you're like, well, wait, that compromises my whole yeah. sense of reality. And then therefore I create a judgment around it. Am I right? Well, I don't know where that hopefully came from. people <laughs> are waking up and they're stepping into a place of awareness where like they say, yeah, that's right. It did have the possibility right. of being black and just like keep and yep, it is black. I confirm that and I'm not going to turn it back to white because I can't comprehend the change right yep because that is a possibility too (laughs) (laughs) because there are infinite possibilities infinite possibilities (laughs) all right let's go back in our (laughs) (laughs) cacoons oh it's okay we just have puppies around the house growling at each other yeah it's fine they're just Mm, acting out so this has been fun (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what are you going to do this week, the rest of this week? I don't this? know. I'm taking it moment by moment, Me too. honestly. I yeah. I might not talk to you again for another four months <laughs> after this, but we'll see where it I'll goes. I'll probably text you before you text me. Just saying. Okay. We'll if see. If can throw me a bone there. <laughs> um, just saying. <laughs> there are two people with cell phones in this relationship, but I'm don't, not judging it. Don't not judge judging yourself it. as being the bad one I'm in our not friendship. Judging it. You just have the dark hair, so. <laughs> yeah, you're part gray. Yeah, if you're part fine. gray, I have to be part gray. I would hope so. Or I'm just transforming that part of you. Okay, maybe so. I don't know. You thought that you were exercising me. Things what do you out mean? of me, remember? Energetically. You used to like exercise energy out of my physical body yeah what you're saying you need to do that maybe to me. you were doing that for yourself oh maybe you're teaching me how to do it always to do it to you. yeah definitely you think I, I need to exercise the gray alien out of me i don't think i can because it's part of my dna that means that means half of me would have to change epigenetics all okay. of you can change instantly infinite right? possibilities yeah change my dna tonight let's do it <laughs> Isn't one of the like precipice of Dr. Richard Bartlett's teaching that you can create an entirely new reality in the next moment? Yes. So absolutely. Why not? Why wouldn't you be able to change your DNA? That's true. Completely. I didn't think of that. Shift it instantly. Okay. And on more a more practical level. Yeah. Epigenetics, the expression of your genes. That's why that's given more scientific importance than even your genes itself, even though this is like new information. Of course, like most doctors are not going to attain right. this as truth, but yeah. That's true. Epigenetics is the is the hottest conversation in health and wellness because even scientifically it can be proven that the expression of your genes is more important than the hand that you're dealt with. Oh, yeah. So basically, like, Definitely. what you choose to be expressed in your genetic makeup in every moment is mm-hmm. more important than the way in which you were born, which means that you That's have true. the power to transform and you have the power to change completely Yay. every single thing. Maybe all of my grayness is lying dormant. Hmm. And maybe one day I'm just going to wake up and be like, rawr. <laughs> Let's hope I don't, think, the I, I don't think a gray alien would rawr. 
No. But there's there's that. So <laughs> that just proves how much of a non-gray I am. <laughs> no, that actually doesn't prove it. But uh, <laughs> Okay. Hold on there. If you're it. a gray, uh-huh. if I'm a gray, then you're definitely a gray. And if you're a gray, you're a short gray. <laughs> yeah. They're probably meaner. They are. <laughs> actually, the tall grays rule the short grays. So then that's... <clears throat> No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gray. I'm probably just like a distant cousin. I'm like, yeah, because you're like, I shall not gray. be ruled I'm gonna by you. I'm going to help you along. Okay. <laughs> we'll go down together. I'll exercise the demons out of you and then we'll, <laughs> you know, continue on. We don't have demons. From our ships. We don't. Um, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Little angels. Yeah, well, we are, we're also angel DNA. Well, what do we too, have so. to tell people to look forward to in the world? Everything, every single day, every single moment. I know, but the summer solstice is coming up. Oh, yeah, that's true. What's the significance of that? Ooh, everything's going to accelerate. So, like, all of your projects and new things that you've been working on are probably not, sorry to burst your bubble, going to come to fruition the way that you think they are. Mm Mm-hmm the summer solstice is going to change and illuminate some things that you didn't see before um, while you were in a more stagnant state. Mm -hmm. Um, But now things are going to accelerate and lighten up a little bit and new projects are going to start coming to to fruition and all that good stuff. So I think it's going to be good. More people are going to have more energy. Have you noticed that a lot of people have been like really fatigued or not sleeping well? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just everyday life. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that people like inherently have trouble with that because of like so many physical messages that are being sent during the day that they're not listening to. Yeah. That, like at night their minds are just racing because they're not like connecting Processing. their mind and their physical body during the day. Yeah. That is a or very their good spirit in their physical body. Yeah. I know, because I feel like people don't allow themselves to have time to process out anything. Mm -hmm. They just are on constant overload and stimulation. Mm -hmm. So the summer solstice is going to help. Yeah. With everything. So take a walk during your lunch break. Yeah. It's a little tub. Walk through things. Oh, my God. I was walking two days ago, Mm -hmm. and... I was, I feel like during that walk, it was pretty much in nature. I was surrounded by a lot of trees. I felt like every single thing in the universe came in to my energetic field during that walk. Like I experienced every emotion, like so many different memories, just like that. And it felt like if I would have stopped, that progression would have stopped. So like if I was sad in that moment, I would have remained sad. And it's almost like, my physical body was a representation of like how energy wants to move, which mm-hmm. is that it wants to continue moving through those experiences, not stopping Yeah, in them, mm-hmm. just continuing to like step forward and step forward and step forward, knowing and trusting that it becomes more easeful mm-hmm. instead of holding on to it and remaining you know yeah because I was like thinking about Brava I was thinking about my dog that passed away and I was like kind of getting sad and uh, but moving forward like physically that like physical action of stepping just actually taking steps Mm -hmm. was just a reminder that that's how the energy wants to move too Mm -hmm. like it wants to like be propelled forward yeah yeah not remaining yeah or just stagnant just like and the more that your mind tries to control that that 
because you're thinking that thought that that remains true mm-hmm. continuously. Yeah. The more you stop that from flowing. So it's like, it, it's like almost everything that we teach is basically to turn the mind off. Mm-hmm. There's almost never an example of like when that would be an improvement for you to turn that logical, like chattery, you know, just wonder when that, I feel like I heard recently there's a reason why we have that part of our brain. What, the mindless chatter? Just the the logical, analytical component. Like maybe we needed it up until this point and we, we really don't need it anymore. And so we're continuing mm-hmm. to learn how to strengthen. Like we needed it potentially like during the industrial age and mechanical age mm-hmm. and like to learn those, the way that, you know, machines work and things like that to create that experience of reality to then shift us into this one. Definitely. And then maybe we're just like everything we're doing now is just strengthening that um, energetic portion of our brain to bring us into alignment of what we have to learn next. Yeah. I think there is, well, right now, because we have to operate, we're straddling the third dimension and the fifth dimension. So everything that's like energetic is fifth dimensional stuff and everything that is like logic and analyzing and heavy and yeah, it's third. So we go back and forth between that because we're straddling two worlds. Yeah, Mm -hmm. basically. So we need it right now, but I think we're ultimately going to shift out of that eventually, but it's going to be a while. But it's serving us right now in order to operate because right. if you're fully fifth dimensional, you're not going to survive in this world <laughs> in a very optimal way. You know, you might exist, but you might not survive. <laughs> it's hard. Take it from me. <laughs> you help me be more third dimensional. So <laughs> you help me be more third dimensional too. Yeah, we won't. We won't end up that way what we're picturing Good. we won't okay. we'll, we'll stop each other okay <laughs> i'll continue to brush your hair you want to make sure that you're clothed oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> definitely you know what was very insightful that came through one of my sessions what i think today um i was like it just it was channeled information but i was like you know we need like it was something about like friends in your life, you know, and how you want to manifest certain friends because you're trying to raise your vibration. But Mm -hmm. meanwhile, you have the friends that you have currently and they're great. But at the same time, it's like, oh, well, all they're talking about is like, like you said, Instagram Instagram and stuff like that. So if I was thinking, well, I said this through a channeled information. I said, well, the friends that you have, if you put on your clothes, and you have a mirror and you're looking at the mirror to validate that you have clothes on, but the mirror goes away. All of a sudden you think you don't have clothes on, but the truth is you always have clothes on, right. you know, but you're thinking that the mirror, like say your friends go away, you feel that emptiness or that void and you're yeah. like, well, I, I, I don't have clothes on. Mm-hmm. But you know, when those mirrors come to you, you feel good because it's like validating, oh, I have my clothes on, I look awesome, you know, I look this way and that way, whatever. But you don't need the mirror to recognize that you have clothes on. You have to see it within you. Like look at yourself without the mirror and know that you are, you know, in in the real terms, you are divine energy. You are a divine being of light 
and you don't need people to validate that for you. Like all these mirrors around you that you think are giving you validation for feeling loved Mm -hmm. and feeling bright and feeling awesome. Like I would have taken that from Mm -hmm. you, like Mm -hmm. you being my mirror and Mm -hmm. then you going away. Mm -hmm. I, me doubting myself or doubting, um, you know, my worth or, you know, you know, whether or not I have clothes on, I don't need that. You know, nobody needs that mirror, but we think we do. Right. So that was something that came through today. So, um, so I guess that's a a message for everyone in the world today. Cause it came through. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was just another example of basically what we said. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, I think you're right. People might hear that differently. And, um, Yep. <laughs> Cacoon. <laughs> <laughs> it was bringing something to mind, but I think that I was just blocked because I just saw on the disc that we only have seven minutes left to talk to these people. And seven minutes had so in much heaven. to say <laughs> really about this like one topic, but this topic contains every, everything that is. Why don't we expand time? Seven minutes in heaven. Go. I mean, this say what you whole say. thing has been like an expansion of time because yeah. I feel like we said two hours worth of material in an hour. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because right. I talk fast. Yeah. <laughs> you can slow it down or speed it up if you're feeling frisky. Um, <laughs> but I can't remember. Like, I can't remember. So I think that is pretty much it for the day. Um, <laughs> we still love each other. Just as much as we yeah. did last month. If not and more. let this serve as just a good reminder that, like, we are all here to be who we are inspired to be. And your real friends and the people who you want to elevate you will respond like Amberly, who's perfect. So, Oh, that's so sweet. Perfect I'm so little glad you, friend. I'm so glad you see that. My favorite. I'm so glad you see that too. <laughs> <laughs> you see I, it in me too. Yeah, we're just mirrors for each other of perfection. <laughs> that's why we're friends. <laughs> the end. Yep. It's very exciting. Okay. Um, so what are reminders? Um, Basic Witch Super Course. We're actually going to start promoting that in... July, mid-July, because um, we have some really cool testimonials and things like that from our first course, which happened in January. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to share some of those things. And it's if you want to awesome. get like the um, early preview of some of the things that we talk about and, you know, being a member of the exclusive Basic Witch um, Raw Talk with Sheena Facebook group, you can join the group. It's called Raw Talk with Sheena. Um or email us if you want more information on the Basic Witch Super Course. You can email either one of us. You know our email addresses, and I'll put it in the notes. Or you can email the space at rawrepublicjuice.com. So we don't really give a shit if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter anymore. Definitely you know? not on Twitter. If you want to, do it. If you want to. <laughs> if, you feel the, if you feel so inspired. It's fun. We're a lot of fun. Every once in a while. We're you can follow be more us fun. if you want. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Um, we don't want followers. We want people to be inspired to do what they want to do. Totally. Yeah. So if you don't feel like following us and you just want to search our names every time you think about us, us that's fine too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you think about us every we day. We love, honor, respect, and do not judge each and every one of you. Yes. Okay, everyone. Good night. We love <laughs> you. Talk soon. Bye. <laughs>